Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. In 2018, I saw a tall, skinny, black humanoid with long arms and legs sprint across my lawn. This was in broad daylight at 4 p.m., and it wasn't something I saw out of the corner of my eye. I was completely calm and relaxed, and I was on the phone with my friend when it appeared. I was terrified, but I perfectly tracked it running from left to right across the grass. Despite it being so bright out, its body was completely pitch black and featureless. It had no face that I could see, but it's all. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Arms and legs were very long and lanky. I could tell it was about 8 to 12 feet tall because it was several feet taller than the stop sign it ran past. It was extraordinarily fast moving about 45 miles per hour. I never saw it again, but at some point later I brought up the story to my mom. 
She looked shocked as she explained that she had seen the exact same creature. That year, around the same time frame, she said she'd seen it standing at the edge of the forest before it ran back into the woods. What bothered me so much about this event is that it happened in my neighborhood in broad daylight, and that I wasn't the only person who'd seen it. This seems like the type of thing that would only happen at night in the middle of nowhere, when someone is already drowsy and their mind is playing tricks on them. But there it was for me in my front yard. If it was a hallucination you'd think I would have seen it again, or that I would have been stressed and tired beforehand, but I was fine and still haven't seen anything as weird as that. If my mom and I both saw this creature, maybe someone else has too. My next post is a drawing of what I saw that day. My encounter with Hatman never stopped. So I 19F have had this dark shadowy figure following me since I was around 5 years old. To give an idea this figure stands around 7-ish feet tall, complete black shadow, wears a top hat, and has red glowing eyes. The first time I saw the figure, roughly 5 yo, I had woken up in the middle of the night and had to use the restroom. To give another visual to the right of my room was the kitchen and front door of the house. To the left was my bathroom. I got up to use the restroom and as I walked out my door I saw the figure standing at the front door looking at me. Instead of running back to my room I ran to the bathroom where I stayed for about an hour before getting the courage to run to my room. For context I had a rough childhood and kept most things to myself. I rarely asked for help or talked about my feelings because I felt like a burden. So I never told anyone about what I saw. From there not much happened for a few years. At around 12 years old my family bought a new house. Everything was great for the first two months. But the occasion I'm about to share happened not once but twice. And each time was the exact same thing. One morning I had been laying in bed not yet awake when my sister comes bursting into my room and slams the door shut behind her. I of course was already really shaken because I had been asleep. She proceeded to tell me that someone was in the house. She never saw anyone but could hear footsteps all over the house. Our house has an extremely distinctive floor creak as the house was built ages ago. I told her to be quiet so I could listen. And the moment I heard the footsteps every hair on my body stood up and I'll never forget the chills that came upon me. I grabbed a hunting knife I always kept by my bedside and pushed by back against the door. We sat there in so much fear as we heard the footsteps coming towards us. We hear the bathroom door open, the light turn on, and the sink cabinet open which also has a distinctive creak. After that it was dead silent. We waiting for what seemed like forever before calling out grandpa to check the house. I, being the stupid 12 yo I was, yelled out asking who was there. Silence. Grandpa came and checked every room. No one was there. Every door and window were closed and locked. Again this happened twice within a few months of each other. And then a few years go by without anything. The fall after I turned 18 I moved out and started dating this guy I met that lived near me. One night leaving his house I saw it again. For the first time in nearly 13 years. I was driving down the same roads I had every night leaving his house. Suddenly the same figure appeared directly in front of my truck. It all happened so fast but I remember how clearly I saw it. How it looked at me for a split second before vanishing right as my truck would have made contact. I called them boyfriend sobbing in a full-blown panic attack. This was the first time I ever told someone about the figure and I was so scared he wouldn't believe me. However, he decided to actually do some research on it to hopefully bring me some peace. I decided to do the same and I came across a Sam and Colby video. If you follow Sam and Colby you know about their friend Corey. Corey explains in multiple videos about the figure that has followed and tormented him since he was a child. When he described the same figure I saw my heart dropped. I have heard about the shadow man previously as I've always been interested in the paranormal. And it never clicked with me until someone else described the similar experience. Since then I have seen the figure on a regular basis. Then boyfriend decided to investigate. 
However boyfriend was a very confrontational person. He pulled out an actual spirit box and with every question he asked he got a response almost immediately. Are you here to protect or scare, my name, neither are you attached to, my name, yes are you the figure, my name, saw as a child, yes this whole time I had been begging him stop stop as I already knew what it was and didn't want to hear it. I was curled up in a ball under the covers sobbing and praying. As I said I have been seeing the figure on a regular basis and it still never fails to scare me. Please if anyone made it this far into my story and has any suggestions as to ways I can try to get rid of it or at least calm the sightings please let me know. I know this all might sound made up but I swear on my grandmother's grave everything is true and I just want it to end. I live in the desert area, and this started happening literally November 1st of this year. I was turning all the lights off inside my house and I heard scratching on the door and my dog barking. I have two dogs, a French Bulldog and an American Bulldog. Frenchie is named Benji and American Bulldog, Thriller. Benji is the only one capable of scratching at the door, so I thought I had accidentally left them outside but no. Both of them were inside. They were very alert, ears were up, and were growling a bit. I decided to just have them sleep upstairs for the night. The day after, the same exact thing happened. It was worse, my dumbass peeked outside the window and there were like bright lights, for eyes I mean, looking at me. I immediately closed all the blinds in my house, as the scratching and barking got louder and d worse. But the thing is? My dogs don't whine like disordered human children. They whine like regular dogs. It's not them. And honestly they aren't here today, yet, it's 10.30pm and they usually are here by 9.30. No, this isn't like a story but I think it's a real encounter. I also live extremely close to where skinwalkers are so I guess this was supposed to be expected? But yay I just needed to spill this somewhere. I saw some videos about skinwalkers on TikTok, so I started watching videos about them on YouTube and there was a whole podcast where this guy just reads stories about them from Reddit and other stories that people submitted. Well our ward at church purchased a piece of land way back in the day. It's seriously just wooded area with a little bit of swamp. Anyways, we would always go there for campouts and scouts and. And at night when it was pitch black, we would all play manhunt. Well one time, we all got down to one person whose name was David. Growing up, he was super fast, and he would hide really good so nobody could ever find him. He would always end up being the last person. Well one time, it was down to David, and we had split up and gone way deep the forest toward the swamp because it seems like it was impossible to find him. We thought he might had gone a little bit further than we usually go. We started getting into some more muddy and wet terrain as we get closer to a swamp-like area where the water is probably shin deep, and we saw David way out in the swamp and he wasn't wearing any shirt, and with the spotlight on him, he looked super pale. But he just stood there and didn't say a word. You could seriously tell something was off. Then all of a sudden we heard David from behind us yelling trying to get our attention so we would keep trying to chase him down. Meaning, what we saw in front of us was definitely not him. So being a bunch of 12 to 17 year old boys, we started yelling and running back to the campsite as fast as we could. Nobody believed us. In fact, for years everybody made fun of it calling the ghost of David. But then I started listening to these stories, and every single one of them sounds just like what happened in some way or another. I'm currently in western Kentucky, in a very woodsy part. I was walking my dog before bed, and out of nowhere he sat down and howled. I had absolutely no clue what his issue was, but I could sense that something just, wasn't quite right. I decided to head back to the house, and I felt hyper aware of everything. Aware of every crunch of the branches, every rock I kicked, and every step that I took. I had a flashlight because it's very dark at night where I am, 
and I shine it into the woods out of curiosity. A pair of eyes reflected back at me, so I figured it was just a coyote and kept moving. Come to the next morning, I woke up very early to hear a sort of weeping sound coming from outside, in the direction of the woods. Of course I was freaked out, so I looked out the window. There was a deer standing in the field leading into the woods, but something just seemed off about the deer. Its eyes looked funky, it looked almost bulky, and the weirdest part was that its legs looked mismatched. It looked almost as if the front legs were on backwards, the joints being in the wrong spot and bending the opposite way of a normal leg on a deer. My first thought was CWD, but it didn't look as frail as deer with CWD. The deer has returned multiple times since the incident, and I have even seen it stand up on its back legs to stare at me. I still hear weeping sounds coming from the woods in the early hours of the morning, around 2 to 5 a.m. is when I hear it the loudest. If I need to give any more information about my encounter I certainly will, but please let me know what I should do, or if there is anything I can do about this. What did I see? Last year, somewhere in Europe, I got up around 6 a.m. I was fully awake, freshened up and opened my curtains. It was still dark out however there were enough street lights to see everything clearly. I looked outside and saw a figure standing with its back towards me. It was fully cloaked, and hooded, in white and it wasn't holding anything. I would describe it as the Grim Reaper. In white. It was stood completely still facing towards a fence. My heart dropped so I moved away from my window, only to look again to make sure I wasn't hallucinating. The moment I attempted to see what or who it was, it slowly turned around but best believe I closed my curtains before I would encounter the sight of its face. I panicked, took a few breaths and peeked in the slightest way possible. But it was gone. Literally vanished in thin air within seconds. I assumed it must have been a shadow person, but those can usually be distinguished easily. This human was way too vivid. It never happened again after that one time. Has anyone ever experienced anything similar? So about a year ago I was helping a friend of mine move to New Mexico. She has three young kids so the plan was to take the last little load and her car late at night so the kids would sleep through the ride. At around 1.30 am. After we have been in New Mexico for about an hour this strange animal? just appeared beside us and was running at the same speed as the car, I flips out and asked how fast she was going, 75 miles per hour. It was right beside us, keeping up and looking directly at me. I can't even really explain what it looked like. Almost like jackalope but it was solid gray and had huge black eyes and was the size of a medium-sized dog. After maybe 30 to 40 seconds of running beside us it just took a hard right into the wilderness and disappeared. An hour later we saw a giant meteor with a huge green slash white slash purple tail. Any thoughts? About 6 sevenths years ago my parents and I were staying in a tent at a state campground in Grand Rapids, Ohio. We were pretty much homeless at the time so a tent was our only option, I had my own little small tent with a small TV and a game system thankfully. Anyway, on to the story, before the interesting event slash possible close encounter with a juvenile Sasquatch happened we would hear this creature or creatures of some sort up in the trees making this screaming like noise. It was always around the same time every night for about 3 days leading up to the event slash possible encounter. The first night the sound came from behind us, the next night it was on the other end of the campgrounds then the third night it was across the road. We never did figure out what was causing the noise, I do know that Sasquatches can mimic other animals but I don't think they can climb tress but I could be wrong. I did notice that before the event we would see orbs on occasion along one of the walking trails and a path leading to the state park on the other side of this little wooden bridge. It was like they were lighting the path in their own way. The event slash possible encounter. First night slash early morning my dad heard something or someone going through our ice chest for about 10 seconds or so. 
The odd thing was that they didn't take anything and there was meat in the bottom of the chest. We figured if it was a homeless person which there wasn't any in the town or another person staying at the campgrounds but there were very people staying there at the time. The odd thing was that nothing was taken. The second night slash early morning, I heard someone or something going through the ice chest again, I was still up watching a movie and my parents were asleep in their tent. I heard the lid being opened and the ice being moved around so I paused my movie to listen. I then heard the lid get shut then heard who or whatever this was come near my tent, it placed its hand on the side of my tent and pushed it in. The hand was huge and I mean huge, whatever it was left after like 10 seconds but it seemed longer. I'm not gonna lie, it shook me up pretty damn good because I didn't go back to bed. I was so damn scared that I didn't even go out of my tent to pee, I just held it till daylight. I was wide awake when this all happened, wasn't doing any substances either. It didn't dawn on me to check for footprints at the time. Now why I think it was a Sasquatch, most of the campgrounds is woods, orbs seem to be where people have seen Sasquatch. From what I read from multiple sources, the juvenile ones are just curious and usually don't do anything which would explain our ice chest being gone through but nothing taken and the thing pushing it on my tent. Could explain the screeching too but I don't know if they can climb trees. I did notice in the woods on both sides of the drive path there was was quite a few trees that looked like they were pushed over or broken. I've never seen a hand that big in my life, not even Big Show's hand is that big. This happened to me around 1999 or 2000, late fall slash early winter. My now ex-wife and I were living in a farmhouse in Southern Oregon, Klamath Falls, while in college. We had just gotten home and needed to let the dog out to pee, it was pitch black out slash but don't remember specific time. I let Henry out, basically a blind slash deaf basset hound, and he took off running around the back of the house. I told my ex, go around to the front of the house and I'll go this way and bring him back. I'm calling for him and nothing I continue walking around the house and come to the eastern side and I find Henry standing there, hackles up and growling. I look up and no more than 8 to 10 feet from me is an all black figure about my size, 5 ft 11 sixths of a foot, standing there. As quick as I saw it, it turns and goes to the front of the house and turns the corner. I go hauling butt as my wife is up there. As I round the corner and ask where did that man go? She said what man? It wasn't until after the event that I remembered it didn't make any noise walking through the dried leaves on the ground. I don't remember anything specific body feature wise. Other than you could see the it was blacker than the night, I could tell where head slash shoulders were but nothing else stood out. Another interesting fact I didn't know until years later. My encounter took place outside the extra bedroom where my boys slept. I would always find them in the living room in the mornings but never knew why and they were too little to really explain it. They told me. Something in that room always creeped us out so we felt better in the living room. My boyfriend and I are camping at the Fort Pickens campground in Pensacola, Florida. Last night was a full moon and around 9.30 or 10 at night we went for a walk down to the beach with our husky to look at the ocean and check out the moonlight. We sat there for maybe an hour and just talked about life in general but towards the end of the conversation we started talking about how the ocean can play tricks on you and how strange the energy can be sometimes. We were swapping stories about how we've seen people who we thought might not really be people before and I understand that when you talk about things like this it puts you in a very specific type of headspace. All night I tried to justify what happened to us as a trick of our minds and as hyping ourselves up. But we both saw the same thing at the same time and there's absolutely no way it wasn't real. We started walking back to camp and it was maybe a quarter mile from the beach down the little boardwalk thing to the main road. Once you get to the main road you see the entrance to the campsite and there is a small parking lot there, a stop sign, a picnic table, and a building that looks abandoned and out of business. 
This building is one story tall and doesn't have any signs out front and I don't believe the doors and windows are shuttered but they're definitely not accessible. Like, I wouldn't even be able to press my face against a window and try to peek in there it's that kind of boarded up. So I was sitting on this picnic table while Shane was standing and telling me a creepy story about something he saw in the ocean when he was 11 years old. We were there for maybe 10 minutes and we were talking about his story and I was trying to debunk it and figure it out with him when all of a sudden a girl comes walking out of the campsite area towards us and stops at the building. We were both thinking nothing of it because we had already seen two people walking that night and we knew people were active because it was a full moon and wanted to make the most of the campsite. But this girl walks up the abandoned building and looks as if she's peering into the window or trying to open the door on the right side of the building. I almost even remember her standing on her tippy toes. She obviously doesn't get in and then she decides to walk all the way across the length of the building right in front of us to the left side. This is when I start to get uncomfortable because she doesn't look at us or address us even though we're loudly standing there talking and the way that she was walking all I could see was like, her side or back profile and a long brown ponytail. I know this doesn't make sense but it's like how can somebody walk from right to left in front of you and you don't see the side of their face? All I saw was her hair. It's not like she had her head turned if that makes sense. So she rounds the corner on the left side of the building and doesn't come out. At this point I'm actually invested and I'm grilling the location she went to the whole time and don't take my eyes off of it. I don't really know how to explain this but it didn't seem like she walked back behind the building. It seemed like she was right there and was waiting for us to do or say something. There is a little ledge on the side of the building that looked maybe 3 or 4 inches wide, kind of like a gutter hanging off. And I swear on my life it's like she went behind this little 4 inch ledge and flipped herself sideways and was frozen and just watching us. Shane has this spotlight for hunting that he uses as a flashlight and he shined it on the little ledge area of the building that she went behind. We kept seeing something low to the ground on the side of this ledge and it made us think that she was just standing there doing something. So Shane shines his light in that direction and screamed yo, what's up? Are you good? After this he kept his spotlight pinned where we thought she would pop out and after a delayed 4 or 5 seconds we literally saw her spring out of the shadow and leer forward facing right. She had her back hunched over so she wasn't standing as tall as she normally would. I can't explain how scary it was to be sitting there watching this whole thing take place and once we shine the flashlight have this person's face pop out from the side of this building. It legit would have been less scary if she never came out and we circled the whole building and no one was there. Her movement was incredibly unnatural and it was as if no human being would respond with their body language that way after having a flashlight shining on them. It's like she couldn't figure out what to do and she showed herself only because we made her. It was almost as if she was scared of getting caught for doing something wrong not scared of us. The way she popped out her face was turned towards us and she had her arms kind of sprawled out almost like praying mantis arms or something. I know this sounds ridiculous but there's literally no other way to explain this. But the best part about this part of the situation that neither one of us figured out until we talked about it later was that neither of us saw a face on this woman. It was just smooth skin or clay colored, rounded, and with no eyes or facial expression. I want to say that I personally almost saw divots or pits where the eyes should be but there was nothing substantial there. We were still trying to figure out this encounter so we weren't super quick to get scared at this point. We thought it was our minds playing tricks on us. So this is where the story starts differentiate a little bit so bear with me. After she pulls her body back behind the ledge Shane turns his flashlight off when I asked him to because I felt like it was rude. At this point she's back behind the ledge and the light is off and I see her extended body about 3 feet off the ground as if she's crouching and reaching out at the same time. Like she was going to take an over-exaggerated step and almost tiptoe off like a cartoon character or something. She leaned forward one step to the right and then pulls herself back behind the ledge and stands up straight and starts walking back to the right side of the building in front of us. Shane has his flashlight on her the whole time now and she just says oh, 
I just wanted to change without having to go all the way back. But it's like all the way back where? She literally just came from the campground. She could have changed there if she was heading to the beach. Was she going to swim at 10.30 at night? It just didn't make sense why she needed to change in that specific spot. The strange part is that I specifically heard her talk about changing and Shane heard her to say something about just having to pee. I'm not sure if one or both of us just misheard her or if Shane just assumed that's what she was doing because that's what I thought at first too. But as she walked from the left side of the building across to the right and back down the trail towards the campground she kind of scurried away quickly as if she was embarrassed. And the crazy thing is that I didn't see her face the entire time she did this. It was like when she walked across the first time, all I saw was her long brown ponytail. After she slowly walked down the road back towards the campsite Shane and I were talking about how messed off that whole interaction was and that we need to get back to our own site and he told me that this person had a short, blonde, Bob or Karen style haircut. He couldn't believe me when I said that she had a long brown ponytail because he hadn't seen the color anywhere on this person. There's absolutely no way that one of us could have mistaken these two specific haircuts and colors for the other. As we walk back to our campsite we walk past a handful of good, dark trees that I as a female would definitely have peed or changed behind. It's like this building was so far out of the way and I would never think to go to the distant right side of it by myself late at night in order to change my clothes. It's like it just didn't make sense the choices that she made. And, trust me, we've spent enough time in the city that if we were in New York, New Orleans, Venice, Denver, etc. and we saw somebody doing stuff like this we would chalk it up to the person being high and just kind of laugh it off. But this is a random, quiet, family campground where everyone is super happy and peaceful. Sure, we tried to justify that maybe it was just some drunk chick being sloppy and not knowing what's going on but even that doesn't hold any weight in comparison to her body movements and that smooth face we saw staring back at us. Nothing about this person's body movements were natural. Not when she came slinking up, not when she didn't notice us sitting there, not when she looked in the window, not when she walked across the building, now when she dipped behind the ledge, not when she peered out, not when she crouched down, not when she replied to us, and definitely not when she scurried off. This is one of those situations that had tears in my eyes and had me shook but I was incredulous at the same time because I couldn't believe it really happened to me. It's like, I almost couldn't even be scared because it already happened and I just had to sit there and process that I really saw what I did. We talk about NPCs sometimes and joke about people making us uncomfortable and maybe not being real and we really believe that sometimes we cross paths with angels but this was something else entirely. This was something that seems like a lower form or less intelligent than us that was pretending to be a human. I feel like I should add this as a side note but I am Native American and I'm super familiar with stories of witches or bad medicine or shapeshifters. And in a lot of our stories these are humans who are incredibly intelligent and powerful and have this human urge based on jealousy or anger or evil to target individuals and appear as another living form. I'm telling you right now that nothing about this encounter felt like that. This didn't seem like something smarter than us. This didn't seem like something with an emotional intention. It didn't seem quick or cunning or like it wanted something from us. This was the exact opposite end of the spectrum. It seemed like it was mimicking or mocking human movements. I have no idea what its intentions were or why it was here of all places or why it presented itself to us that night, but I guess I just have to move forward with the knowledge that this happened. Also, we aren't too sure how much this plays into it either but we are coming from New Orleans and we are having really strange experiences there. Not so much with people. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Per se, so I don't feel like it's fitting for this subreddit, but with energy, definitely. It felt as if sometimes the streets would shift or change, Energy portals would develop, certain places would make us uncomfortable or cause our emotions to be super intense, the graveyard and church we ended up sleeping next to gave us constant nightmares and made us feel like we couldn't fall asleep and as if something was looking in our windows all night, I heard a voice in the same spot one night that foreshadowed our cat getting killed, we heard weird animalistic roars coupled with metallic banging and clanging while we were falling asleep, The wind was blowing our curtains violently around on the right side of our bus while the left side curtains were completely untouched while our blind husky who usually sleeps all through the night was sitting up with her ears perked up staring out the window, etc. It was all just getting too much to bear and we felt like the city was trying to take something from us. We got out of there to go on vacation to this campsite on the beach and aren't sure if we bought something along with us or not. We're trying to piece it all together as best as we can. On a side note, I don't know if this is anything to do with it, but it was still part of our night last night. As we were walking back down the boardwalk towards the main road, we were stopped by an older woman who wanted to talk about our husky and ask Shane where he's from. I was busy trying to keep the dog on the trail and kind of walked a little bit faster and was going to keep continuing not in a rude way but just not really wanting to make small talk but she kind of made me stop and turn around and she asked me where I was from too and I told her New York. We made small talk about van lifing and whatnot and she asked our names and when I said Naomi she said oh, my grandson's name is Nome. That's the male version of Naomi. And I told her that was really beautiful I never heard of that before and she told us her name is Pat and I was like wow, that's wild. That's my mom's name. Patricia. And she said well you guys can call me Pat or Patricia and maybe I can come over and check out your bus tomorrow. It looks like you did a really beautiful job. We exchange pleasantries and wish each other a good night. When Shane and I got to the picnic table we were just kind of spacing out and talking about how interesting of an interaction that is that she had the same name as my mom and I had the same name as her grandson. And how this really beautiful but random coincidence and that maybe it wasn't so random after all. Pat had already walked back to the campground before the woman above came by. I live in rural southern New Mexico, pretty far away from the infamous ranch but I've still seen and heard my share of weirdness. I live on a little farm that is still in town but the land behind it is totally undeveloped and has an eerie feeling about it. Sometimes there's noises out there and I've had a lot of weird dreams associated with it, and when I first moved here I got the feeling that the neighbors weren't too thrilled. I won't lie I'm superstitious as hell. So I found it prudent to learn the local native lore, at least for the sake of knowing what to avoid. 
I started regularly going out to the area with trash bags to pick up any garbage I found and try to show them that I don't mean them any disrespect. Normally I love hiking around and I don't find it scary to go alone, out here though I'm always checking to make sure I know the quickest path home, even though it's a mostly flat desert. I think they tolerate me now, but I have no desire to push my luck on anything. Anyway a few days ago I had a friend visiting from Albuquerque. We're both very into witchcraft and woo and unexplained crap so we end up talking about it a lot. I know you aren't supposed to mention them, I hesitated before saying the word a single time so she'd know what I was talking about. She didn't seem afraid though and said it a few more times. I quickly got nervous and lit a couple of candles I've dedicated to my deities, then basically explained the above to her. Along with the fact that maybe in the big city you don't have as much to worry about, but out here in the country it's a little different. This was during the afternoon and I sort of forgot about it. That night though we both heard distinct whistling outside. It sounded like a person whistling a tune, almost cheerful, and it definitely didn't come from either of us. She asked if it was me, but from where I sat it sounded like it was something outside the front door. I told my friend that I'd heard the native people say you should never whistle at night, and whatever was making that noise to not respond to it. We heard it again a couple more times throughout the evening. My friend said she thought she saw a dark figure in a doorway at one point, I missed that, but it could have just been her nerves, or it could have been more. Do you guys think they were warning my friend that they were serious? Maybe they only gave her a pass because I've done trash collecting favors for them, I don't know. I just recently moved to a small town in South Dakota. My apartment is surrounded by fields and woodland. Two nights ago I took my St. Bernard out for a walk around midnight. Funny enough, a few nights ago me and some friends were sharing urban legends and creepypastas, and one of my friends said she doesn't whistle at night because of skinwalkers. I didn't really know what that meant. Anyway, on the night in question, I was standing with my dog when I started to hear a whistle. Just two tones repeated over and over. I know that it wasn't a bird, it was distinctly human. I also know that I wasn't imagining anything because my dog got concerned and began to become restless while staring into the dark where it seemed the whistle was coming from. Usually he is so friendly and curious but he got scared and actually hid behind me. Big pansy. I headed inside quickly and the whistle continued behind me. For some reason I wanted to whistle back. I knew it was a bad idea and managed to stay quiet. I got inside and locked the door and all of my windows. I told my girlfriend what I had heard and she of course dismissed it and said that I just needed some sleep. I haven't been able to sleep since and last night I swear I heard a tapping on my window. I live on the fifth floor. This may sound like I'm trying to write a creepy story but I swear this all happened. I don't know anything about this stuff, what should I do? My son and I were seechting in the hot tub relaxing. My son was facing east, I was facing north with my eyes closed. We both heard rustling and branches cracking to the east. My son said look mom. I opened my eyes and looked east where he was looking and saw this huge thing. It looked like it was shoving blackberries in its mouth but, its eyes were on us. We just stared. It chewed for a second and just turned and walked off. It didn't even run. We got out of the hot tub and hopped over the short fence to where it had been but, we were too scared to try to go the direction it had gone. There was a rotten smell in the area. We talked about it and realized we have both smelled that smell before. I have looked several times for a dead animal to explain the smell but, we never found anything. I live on Hillockburn Road in Estacada, Oregon. My home is surrounded by woods I have seen many black bear elk deer and one cougar. I go fishing often to high mountain lakes that have to be hiked into and never have people besides myself at them. One day I decided to go to 30 Lake which is the most secluded lake I know of. 
It was a sunny day I got up before dawn and drove to the place where I parked to start the two-mile hike through the bushes finally I arrived at about 8.30. I was alone and caught about five or six brook trout and decided to take a break at around one o'clock. That's when it happened, I turned around away from the lake so I was looking up a hill directly behind me. About 15 yards, extremely close, up the hill from me was a very large Douglas fir and there was a very large Bigfoot. I froze and stared in panic I was terrified to move the hair on the back of my neck was completely erect I had never been so scared in my life before or since. But, while I was frozen there I had what seemed like an eternity to soak in every detail and it was so close, I have 20-20 vision. The Bigfoot had its right arm wrapped around the tree and was looking around it directly at me its arm was extremely large and muscular so much so that it was apparent through all its black hair the hair that was hanging down from the arm was really long probably about 6 inches the Bigfoot had a relatively short neck which was also muscular its eyes were a bluish greenish color from what I could see. I did not see the rest of its body because of the very large dug fur. I was so terrified to think how long was that large animal watching me. But, I'm sure this is not the first time it has seen me, but it is definitely the first time I have ever seen anything like it I have never went back to 30 Lake ever since. Because, of this incident. The Bigfoot did not at any time display any acts of aggression, which is good because I already needed a clean pair of underwear. My wife and I decided to try to drive up to Hemlock Lake as the first signs of snowmelt were happening and I wanted to see lake without other people. My brother had told me of an encounter with a Bigfoot at the lake he had had years earlier. I was skeptical. As we turned right after a fork in the road and proceeded a short distance up the road, the road was blocked by snow. I got out and walked up though the snow to see if it opened back up around the corner. I found the track in the snow and videotaped it. I placed my hand by it in video for size reference. Track was about 14 to 16 inches long and 8 to 9 inches wide. Although armed with a .44 Magnum I felt we were being watched and I decided we should leave. Hello, you can refer to me as Ricky. This story takes place in Washington State in a small town near Seattle. It took place in around the winter of this year, 2021. To set the scene it was around January. Me and my friends who will call N and J were hanging around at their house their twins, when we decided it would be fun to have a sleepover. In Washington during January it's pretty cold and turns dark around 4 p.m. At 5 p.m. we decided to go into their hot tub which was located in their backyard in this neighborhood. It was pretty much a cul-de-sac of the sorts. Behind the houses was a backyard that was connected to a small forest that had a fence blocking a steep drop that led to a small creek. Against the fence was a small playset with a child-sized rock wall. Hut, slide and swings the backyard led to a very large soccer-slash-baseball field that sat right against the elementary school. To give a better picture from the street the neighborhood on the left, field in the middle, and elementary school on the right with a forest behind them all. Sorry for that long explanation, anyway we were chilling in the hot tub, playing truth or dare and being normal 14-year-olds. Which gave us full view of the previously mentioned playset. I have always been afraid of what could be lurking in the dark so I kept my view on the dark playset as much as I could after around an hour. So around 6 pm we decided to get out, we grabbed our towels and started drying ourselves off as the once quiet forest became quieter, sort of like Jay, Anne and I were the only things on the face of the planet. Being somewhat scared I rushed inside. My friends quickly following. When we got inside we sat in the living room playing Halo Master Chief Collection. After a few hours we get a strange energy boost and decide to go on a walk. At this point it was around 9.45pm, we walked out the back door and went to the gate that separated the neighborhood from the field. We walked through the field to the school with no issues as we've done this many times already, we played games, told jokes, 
and eventually ended up at the other end of the field which was being watered by sprinklers. It was 11 p.m. at this point and we decided that we should get back home. We started talking about how what we did was just like a coming-of-age movie and kept talking about how amazing it was. We got around within 40 to 50 feet from the gate that separated the two areas as I saw something by the small baseball part of the field. Around 80 feet away. And already had his phone out so I asked him to shine his light on it. The light could barely reach it only giving us a barely visible silhouette. Although we could barely visible two things were apparent. It was large and around 8 feet tall or so, but it also had bright glowing eyes similar to dogs or cats eyes at night. We all stopped confused at what exactly before I broke the silence saying I don't know what that is but we're running. We all started to dart towards the gate, the creature didn't start to move until we got around 10 feet or so from the gate. It then stood up it got taller. I'm not sure by how much since I didn't get a very good look but I was sure it was getting closer. I got to the gate first and the moment I got there I felt completely cold and a weird numb sensation. I always struggled opening that gate but I opened that gate faster than I ever have before we all ran towards the house. Only around 15 feet away from the gate behind us N trips and quickly scrambles up. I looked behind me to make sure N was okay but quickly changed my glance towards the glowing eyes that loomed above the fence. Watching us as if it was satisfied with our reactions. We ended up making it home safe but it wasn't over there. I decided I'd sleep in N's room which could have been the worst decision I made. N's room had a window that looked over the backyard. Although I couldn't see what was outside due to me being on the floor using my blankets as some sort of protection. Every now and then I'd hear a tap on the window. We were on the second floor. N was fast asleep leaving me to afraid to wake him up just in case it were to attack me. When I got in its view from the window, I laid there for what felt like hours until the tapping finally stopped. But when it stopped it I heard something that scared the living hell out of me. A small chuckle or some sort of satisfied grunt. I wasn't able to fall asleep that night but when daylight struck I woke up and and explained my experience. If you have any questions please ask, although this is my first post on reddit so it may take some time to get a response. It was 12 approximately and me and my friend were walking around to see if we saw anything interesting because we were bored. We heard some bushes rumble behind us and we turned around and another bush was doing the same thing, and after a while the sound of the bushes were all around us and then we heard a squeal. It came at us it was huge from 8 to 9 feet tall. We ran to the shop and we heard a bang when we got in there. And when we looked out the window it was staring at us and then it ran away and we stayed in the shop the rest of the night and when we woke up it was gone. I was on the way to the grocery store one day about two to three weeks ago and I saw something standing upright against or behind a tree. At least it looked that way. It happened when I was crossing a railroad track and that was against a hill that had a sharp bend at the top. So I didn't stop, fearing someone would come and hit me from behind. At the time I tried to tell myself that maybe it was a tree. So when I came back from the store whatever I saw wasn't there anymore and I just can't explain it. It wasn't the same color as the tree. That's what made me curious. It was a light reddish brown with beige. Almost like the hair was two-toned or something. The hair looked like it was in jagged tufts that looked like it would look darker underneath if you lifted the fur at the same time look like you'd like to touch it. Maybe that's because I'm a hairdresser. I can't explain what it was since I did not see a face or did I see any arms and feet. But whatever it was, it was about 6 or 8 feet tall from the ground to where it stopped about 6 to 8 feet alongside that tree. I did notice the part that I saw was a little rounded at the top as if suggesting a shoulder. It wasn't another tree since nothing else in the area, tree or bush was that same color. I wish now that I gotten someone and looked for tracks. It has rained three or four times now so I guess I wouldn't be able to see anything.
I may go look anyway. I don't know if it could have been a Sasquatch or what it could have been, but whatever it was it was standing straight and tall and didn't move. So this happened a couple nights ago. Me and my friend were drinking and doing farm kid stuff. It was around 3 AM and we were pretty drunk at this point. My friend went inside and left me and her dog outside so she could go to the bathroom. Well I needed to pee and was like hey to hell with it all pissed behind the tree. While I was doing my business and my friend's dog's hackles go up. She takes off running towards the trees growling and barking my friend and her mom live on about 3.5 acres of property with lots of trees around it. I call her over and over again and she's still growling and barking but then all of a sudden she lets out this whine and came running back tail between her legs. I pull her to the door into the light and when I look back I see something white running on all fours across the property that looked very human. It didn't notice me and I acted like I didn't see but pulled the dog inside and went to bed. My friend's window faces where the thing ran and I didn't sleep much that night. I heard heavy breathing at some point but acted like I was still asleep. I don't know what me and the dog saw but it wasn't human and it scared us both because she wouldn't even go near where she saw the thing. What did we see? I live in Canada so I know there isn't any skinwalkers here but I didn't know where else to post this. I don't know if the old big guy, if that's what he was, was passing by or he's a local? There have been sightings to the south of us, Little Bennett Campground in Frederick Company, and some north of us in Adams County, Pennsylvania, which is just around 12 to 15 miles from here. I'd like to see him in the daylight again if that's what I saw. But it would scare me sh, less if I were to see him at night. I'm here by myself a lot at night and our dog wants to always go out. When she does, she acts like she is scared sometimes since she stays on the deck and looks. I sometimes wonder what she is looking at. I know this may not be from your area, but thought you'd like to know. There may be others that come across your website as I have tonight with a similar story to tell from this same area. If so then maybe we have a local. Thanks for inviting me to tell my story. I just had the need to tell you cause now you have this story for a reference in case someone else comes forward and tells you their story. I will definitely keep my eyes open and let you know if I notice anything else. I kind of got the feeling that these things, if that is what it was, are very adapted to blending into their surroundings. It actually looked like it would have been soft if I were able to touch it. People go out looking for Bigfoot all the time. They go places where they think they will see him and all the time he's probably almost in their backyard. I have read that he will find you and now I believe that. Thanks. So recently I witnessed what seemed like a ghost watching me and smiling while I slept. It was like 2 to 3 AM and I was dead asleep. I woke up completely normal and was facing the other side of where the creature was sitting. I had a very eerie feeling someone was watching me and I could feel the edge of the bed kind of crinkled like someone was sitting on it. I turned around and was terrified. I mean I almost shit myself. There was a woman, pretty, with super duper pale skin and bright red lipstick on smiling with her mouth closed and she was sitting on the edge of the bed but she was turned towards me with her hands on the bed I don't know how to explain it. She had a super big smile it didn't look human. Her eyes however weren't smiling and looked really intense and focused. She had dark black hair styled up kind of like a pinup girl and was emitting bright light. I turned around and gasped like a mofaka I thought I was gonna die, and she disappeared. I know it wasn't my brain creating this. It was way too real and the fact that even before turning around I felt the bed crinkled up and could feel someone was watching me. Do you guys think this was a ghost? And have you had these types of experiences before? I was going with a friend up the canyon to test our super strong flashlight and see if we could light up a mountain. It was a snowy night and I was the passenger. 
We were driving for a while when I saw movement on the hillside next to the road so I looked up and I saw something that looked like a naked figure with long legs get up and start running. It was the fastest I ever saw a living thing move. It quickly ran into the darkness away from the headlights. I pointed and yelled to my friend and he only saw a glimpse, he couldn't tell what it was but he saw something and this confirmed to me I wasn't just seeing things. It just happened and scared me really bad and I was hoping I could get some input from this subreddit for what I may have saw. Thanks. I was riding my bike through a graveyard when I was maybe 11 years old. I was dumb and laughed a few gravestones. The next day I was home alone and decided to go to the store to get food. I was very sure no one was home and that my window was closed. But when I got home my window was open. I didn't think much about it until I got to sleep. I woke up when it was still dark because I felt someone was watching me. I looked to my door and I saw a grey slash white creature that had no facial features except a nose and black eyes walking on four legs. It looked at me and climbed through the window. I thought it was just a dream because I didn't believe or even heard of anything paranormal slash supernatural and I must have closed the window because it was closed when I woke up again. I started getting into paranormal stuff a year after that happened, I wasn't scared about demons or any other creatures except when I saw a picture of a skinwalker. I can put it on my profile if anyone wants to see, I have seen it a couple of times after that and I don't feel like it's dangerous, it just feels curious. I am not fully sure it's a skinwalker so excuse me for the flare. Edit. Also I forgot to mention I live in North Europe and my other encounters of it were when I was fully awake. Let me tell you a little about the layout of our house. From my point of view if I turn left I have a window with the blinds closed and curtains drawn and if I open the window I could see the porch where my dad was. If it turn right I have three doors, the one on the far right is a closet which is closed, the one in the middle is a bathroom, which is open, and the one on the far left which leads to the rest of the house, which is also open. Got straight out the left door and you get another closet, turn right you go to the bathroom, turn left you go to either up the stairs, on the right, into the living room, on the left, or towards the front door, far right, which leads to the dining room, on the left, or the study, on the right. If you went through the left door, turned left, went straight, you would pass the living room, an entrance to the dining room, an entrance to the basement, a computer and an Alexa on a desk, an entrance to the garage, the kitchen, and finally the pantry. Most of the lights in our house were turned off except two lamps in the game room, a light in the bathroom, one hall light, and a lamp in the living room. Ick that was a lot but it's important for later. What actually happened, my little brother and I were sitting on the table playing some Fortnite on our Xbox our dad who had been previously playing with us left to take a quick smoke break. We played a match or two when suddenly we heard our Alexa go off, at first we were like haha she probably misheard. Then she said words but they weren't words at all, it's like my brain registered them as words but they weren't actual words. The last words she said were help me. I'm a very paranoid guy and have heard about stuff like this before and my mind just immediately went into a fight or flight response. I locked all the doors that could get to me and my scared little brother. Then we heard the ring doorbell noise coming from my mother's phone who is in the study. We waited for a few minutes and we told our dad about it, so we all cautiously walked to the Alexa and unplugged it. My little brother then went to check out the dining room window where you can see the front door. He looked out the window and immediately turned back around horrified, two seconds later he was perfectly fine like nothing had just happened, I asked what was wrong and he said that he had seen a really tall creature with grey skin and no face and that when he blinked it was gone. The rest of the night I felt like something was watching me. When I finally fell asleep at around 12 I had a dream someone matching the exact same description as my brother had told me walk into the room immediately turn around and walk out. And that was the last time anything like that happened to me.
Not sure if I will get a reply. But I live in a RV next to my friend's house on an Avcridge, fairly good distance away from other yards slash houses. Last night around 11 p.m. I heard yelling and hollering like someone was trying to yell for help. Seconds after the yelling stopped, I heard a wolf slash dog type of howl. I thought it was my friends arguing but 10 minutes later after I heard these nosies, her husband pulled up in the driveway. I asked her this morning if she heard anything and if it was in fact her, but she said no pretty confidently. I was curious if these nosies and the order they were in could possibly be a skinwalker or something like it. I've been creeped out ever since. So a couple weeks ago I was with my two friends and a couple girls all hanging out in a tent. We had to sneak into her yard through the woods at midnight. We hung out in an old cement hut thingy then went to the tent. We hung out in there until we heard dogs barking like crazy in the distance and something near our tent. We thought it was a coyote but we got scared and turned off the light. It started raining and the tent was flooding so we ran into her garage. I honestly hope that was a skinwalker because that would have been cool as f but how do I summon one or get one to come to me? Last night me and a couple friends were at the river in Rule, Ohio we heard something throw something in the water. Not sure what it was but we were the only people out there. About 10 minutes later we heard the splash happened again. We decided to leave but on our way out one of my friends said he heard a scream. So we obviously left and went to a more popular spot. But we were still alone because it was 3 am. At the second spot we didn't necessarily hear anything but we could feel something looking at us. About two hours later we were sitting in my car and got the most powerful fear either of us had felt. If anyone knows what it is or could be let me know if you have any questions feel free to ask.